the hell is going on around here? It's absolutely inexcusable. Except it's absolutely true. And yet it's All absolutely it. correct. I think it's absolutely thrilling. Absolutely Dystopian Podcast. my fellow Americans. Today is Wednesday, January 10th, middle of the flipping week. Nothing special about hump day, right? Hey, at work, same old shit. Freezing cold. Hey, you know something that really kind of sucks about the place where I work since it's wintertime and it's it's a big steel building with lots of different businesses in it? that are just divided internally by big drywall, like walls of drywall. They're like 20 feet tall, but it's just drywall. On one side, on the right-hand side of our building, of, of, of our unit, is a semi-truck repair shop. And they always have semi-trucks in there running and they're always repairing them and doing different things and they do fleet service. Trucks always coming and going. And in the summertime, they have big roll-up doors. Everybody's got roll-up doors that are open to let fresh air in. But in the wintertime, all the roll-up doors are closed. So these guys are next door with these semi-trucks, like, and they just leave them running. And obviously, I guess the smell uh, exhaust fumes don't bother those guys. So they just sit in there, and these trucks are running inside with the big, all the roll-up doors are down. And that exhaust is like rolling over into our unit. And all the doors are down because it's fucking cold out. And on the other side of our unit is a dude who does uh, powder coating, which is paint, like painting, paint you have to bake on. And he's got these big, huge ovens right up against the wall of our shop. And sometimes you have to remove paint with the ovens too. You, you put a painted item in, you turn it on and you bake it and you, the paint turns to ash and the paint falls off. Well, it gives off this nasty fucking gas, like a, a burning, like an acrid burning smell that's like gets in the back of your throat. 
And normally he has his all his doors open and everything, but he's got one door cracked and he and he likes the warmth that the oven's put off, so he keeps his doors closed. But the smell travels over into our unit too. So on one side of the union I got this fucking burning paint smell. And on the other side I got this exhaust smell. And here I am like alone, like working on the machine, like, oh yeah, this is fucking pretty choice. So Let's hope I don't wind up with some kind of uh, crazy fucking lung cancer or some shit someday. But this has been happening for years and it's just part of fucking working. I don't know. Man, I'll tell you what. This morning I woke up. I got out of fucking bed. I go to the bathroom. I look in the mirror briefly sometimes. And today I just look like fucking shit. I had bags under my eyes. Eyes are all red. And normally I'd go back to bed. If I wake up and like I got bags under my eyes and my eyes are all red, I go back to bed. That that's my body saying, "You need a couple more hours, bro. Get get back to bed." But I had to get up and go to work, and I felt like I slept good. It's just I fucking looked tore back when I woke up. I was like, "Fuck!" And just kind of rinse my face a little bit and just put it together and fucking head out the door or whatever. But. And part of my part of my thing in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, I keep all the lights off, the TV off, everything's off. I don't want to wake up the rest of the family, my wife and all that. So I get ready in the dark and it's it's quiet and I let the cat in from the garage. She that's like her bedroom. And she comes and sits on the couch and I sit on the couch and we'll just chill out for a few minutes and it's just quiet and she likes sits there and she likes her attention in the morning and I we just sit there for 10 or 15 minutes and I look at my phone or whatever and we just chill out but that's like my morning ritual I let the cat in and like I know studies show and stuff that interacting with an animal like petting a dog or a cat like kind of clears your mind and like relaxes you and for years we didn't have any pets. We it's been years. We used to have all kinds of cats and dogs years ago, and they've since been gone. All of them have been gone. They all died at about the same time. And we decided, hey, that's enough animals for us. We don't want any more. It's too much. It's too much. Too much food. Too much piss and shit, and too much cleaning, and too much air, and too much dander, and too much everything. Too much expense. With the vet bills, are out of control. But we got this cat that adopted me or whatever, and she's she's super nice and she's super polite and she's she knows the rules and she's a good cat and so I spend like a few minutes with her in the morning just sitting there like waking up and then I get my shit together and the cat runs out in the garage and I let her outside and I go to work. But that's part of my morning rituals like waking up that like helps me like clear my head, I find. If I can just spend a few minutes and sit there and just chill out and whatever. I'm all about like maximum chill before I get to work. Because to work is like kind of like the battlegrounds <laughs> physically and mentally. So I want to like, uh, like spoil myself and relax as much as possible until I turn the doorknob to walk into work. Then I'm ready for fucking battle. So when I get out of here, I just fucking forget all about everything. 
I concentrate uh, on, you know, just chilling out, relaxing, get things done, and just get home in one piece and get something to eat and wind down. I don't, that's all I'm about at this point. I'm just like self-care, having a physical job now in my 50s, like a blue-collar job. It's, it's not getting any easier. I mean, I'm not that old, but... Uh, it's just part of my fucking thing, so, eh, what else, yesterday I got, I've been doing this online course thing at a, this, Hills, it's called, uh, Hillsdale College, it's, a, it's an actual physical college in Michigan, southern Michigan, and it's like a Christian college that focuses on... Uh, building your personal character, becoming a good citizen, becoming a good Christian, becoming a well-rounded person, critical thinking, thinking for yourself, uh, different philosophy, aspects of philosophy, a lot of different things. I thought it was real interesting. And so I signed up for their communications and I found out that they offer a lot of online courses, like 25 of them, I guess. For free, they're just lectures, and you listen to the lectures, and you answer like a brief uh, test at the end of each lecture, and then you proceed on to the next one if you pass or whatever. And there's like eight or nine lectures, and then there's like a final test. And if you pass, they give you like a this digital certificate. It's got your name on it or whatever. And I'm a total dork, so I printed mine out off the fucking printer. Uh, but... It's just kind of neat. I took a class on the decline of the citizen, which was uh, taught by Victor David Han- Victor Davis Hansen, who is an older dude from California who is super down to earth. He's conservative. He's like rational, calm, well-spoken, very well-educated, and I can dig it. So I took that class, essentially, and I finished it yesterday, and I... Got my little certificate, so... And the thing is, is all the time I've spent at work, over 23 years, I've never had a pair of, like, headphones that I use regularly, like, earbuds or whatever. I just never did it, so I always, like, listen to the machines run all day long. And, like, my hearing is not, like, 100% because I've been doing that for so long, but I, I... got a pair of Bluetooth earbuds like a couple months ago, like Black Friday, and they were like 20 bucks, and the ones I was telling you guys about, the Tozo ones, the new ones I got are okay, they stay in real well, but the microphones are shit, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong, but uh, each, each side has, they're like stereo microphones, and they sound like complete trash, I dictated something to myself and listened back to it, and it's just... It's horrible. So I like wrote the company. I'm like, hey, am I doing something wrong in the settings? Because this is, these are garbage. Like the microphone, this, the ear earbud part works fine. They sound great. So long story short, I've been listening, finding things to educate myself while I'm sitting at my machine doing my often mundane work. If I got to do more involved work, I take out the earbuds because I need to concentrate. But when I'm doing mundane shit, I try my best to educate myself. And it doesn't matter. I think of all manner of shit. I, 
my mind jumps around on so many different things. I'm like, not schizophrenia. Let's just say uh, I'm interested in a lot of different things all the time. And I want to know details all the time. And things fall into my head like all the, like constantly. And I'm constantly Googling things and I'm constantly learning about things. So now I found a way where I can interact with my phone and, and these earbuds and stuff to remain working because the boss is always cracking the whip on my production and educate myself when I don't have to give 100% of my thought to what I'm doing on the machine. I can, I can designate some of that brain power into some doing educational things. And I've been doing a lot of that actually nonstop since I've gotten these earbuds. And I really wish I would have gotten them years ago. Probably two or three years ago, I could have really started using them. And uh, I could have gained a lot from that. So now I'm using them. And it makes the day go by faster. And it's all good. So that's happening. Let me see what else we got. Hey, you know what I saw, fucking saw yesterday? Uh, kind of off topic, whatever. Uh, shit, Sharon, uh, two people actually. The first was Sharon Osborne. You guys know who Sharon Osborne is, like Ozzy's wife. You know how she's always been like, I don't know. I I like Sharon Osborne. I think she's super classy. She's fucking real. She's got severe sailor mouth, which is awesome. And she's always been like normal weight. I don't know, like one. I, my wife said she was like heavy at one point, but I don't know. She's like average to me. And she's always looked pretty good. And she's not getting younger, but she still, I mean, looks good. She's always put together. She got tons of money. Super classy. I saw her yesterday interviewing somebody. I forgot what the fuck it was for. It was about like, you know what it was? It was like that Ozempic. People who abuse that Ozempic shit. And she was taking that. Bro, she looked like she was 85 pounds. She looked so gaunt that uh, it was really bad. And I was like shocked. Like, oh my God, look at her. And you know who else is fucked up? Is Judge Judy. I saw her, uh, she was speaking about that judge where that black guy jumped over the bench and like tackled that judge. Judge Judy was speaking on it, whether a TMZ or something. Bro, I saw Judge Judy like six months ago, like they did a piece with TMZ, did something, she was on like Rodeo Drive and spending money because she's worth a shit ton. And she looked great. She's always classy. She's a ball buster, which is awesome. And Law and Order, which is awesome. Judge, which is awesome. And uh, she looked fine. But now, I don't know what happened. Bro, she looks like, if you ever play fucking Skyrim, she looks like a drogger. I'm not even exaggerating. She looks, you know how chimpanzees have kind of like drawn in faces and like beady eyes? And like their, their jawline is like, skin is like stretched over their, she is all completely wrinkled and she looks like a raisin wrapped over a skeleton. Hard to explain, but I was like, yo. Definitely some changes going on there. But I do like Judge Judy, so she kind of gets a pass. 
And she's so rich that she could uh, buy and sell me like a thousand times over and wouldn't even care. So, like, fuck my life, right? She's the multi-millionaire, whatever. Uh, what else? I watched... I don't usually watch movies. Uh, but I watched Ready Player One. I know it was like a couple years old. I've never, I, I started watching it once and I like fell asleep or something. But I watched it again. It was free on Amazon. And it was pretty good. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's, a, it's an interesting theory. It's like the whole world is, uh, they're all doing VR. And real life has like gone to total like shit, like decay. And decrep- everybody's in like decrepit conditions. But they got a VR mask and they live virtually in this big fancy online world. This big multiplayer online virtual fantasy world. Everybody's there and... Any money they get in their real life, they spend it on their avatar so their fantasy world person can get like a new outfit or whatever the fuck. And it's dystopian, and a bad guy controls the whole online universe and he's trying to take it over. And the, the guy who created it's a good guy. And, anyways, this broke ass kid and all his misfit friends end up taking over this whole. They beat the bad guy and. Take the whole thing over, and I don't know. It's it's pretty good. I mean, it's better than I thought. And there's a lot of computer graphics in it, and there and there's like a lot of guest appearances, like cameo appearances from like video game characters. There's like uh, there's like Gundam, like Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, plays like a little part on in it, and King Kong and Godzilla and Overwatch characters actual Overwatch characters are in it like Master Chief from Halo like a couple people are it shows like a lot of people running around in these outfits and some of them are like Halo one was Mortal Kombat like Goro from Mortal Kombat different things but pretty neat if you're like a nerd and you're into like VR and stuff like that and I don't know I got a uh, come to think of it a VR thing in my closet that's just been collecting dust for PlayStation I had the first VR thing when it came out, I don't know, years ago. It was kind of a splurge. Actually, that was the money that I bought. When I sold my Bitcoin, all my profits went towards the VR set for... I didn't have enough to buy it, but I like made up the difference in cash. And then I cashed out all my Bitcoin, but that was a long time ago. And that was as far as that ever went, but I probably should have stuck with it because uh, I probably could have done a little better. But I had that VR thing and I took it home. My kid's like, oh, you're fucking insane. You bought one of those things and it's a bitch to hook up to the PlayStation. But it's pretty cool. If you've never seen VR, you need to make it a point to go, either if you know somebody who has a VR rig, go talk to them and say, hey, man, can you show me like what's up with VR real quick? And they'll, they'll give you, like with PlayStation... You can go on YouTube and in the PlayStation, like the app or whatever, and it's you. It knows you has you have VR hooked up, and it'll take you to YouTube VR, and you'll you can browse through VR videos. Like you can get like a hang gliding video, and you can watch it in the VR goggles as like just like a big screen. It just project, projects like a big two dimensional screen, and you can watch it like you're watching TV. Only it's like right in your face. Or you can kick it into VR mode, and that is where it takes over your senses. That is where the bottom drops out. That's where you can look around 
like you're in the hang glider and you can look around and look down and you're flying like real time. And it's pretty much real. I, when I do VR, I use a chair because I never felt safe with my equilibrium, at, especially at first, of like standing up and like I'm going to fall over and bust my face with this mask on and like smash the mask and smash my face and I'm going to be like a bloody mess on the floor. <laughs> I, so I just use, always use a chair, at, especially at first. It's like safer, but you can look around, you move your head and it tracks where your head goes and you can see... There's like different games, like knife throwing games or shooting games, like target practice. That's pretty cool in VR. There's a there's a lot of different stuff that's that's pretty cool in VR. Development went kind of by the wayside, and all the games are like indie shit games. And all the high end VR games are for PC, not for PlayStation. And PC VR that costs a good thousand bucks, and you got to have a strong computer to even think about running that. That's a whole different ball of wax. I just wanted something that was plug and play. And it's been in my closet now for years. I haven't connected it. It's like tons of wires, tons of boxes. You got to set up the PlayStation Eye camera to monitor where the mask... And the mask has big cords coming off it. And headphones you got to put... You don't have to put in, but you should put in the headphones. And It's a big wiry fiasco and then your playstation's kind of unstable if you're not using the vr system like if you want to play regular games they cut out and the screen will blink and things get kind of shitty or whatever so i just took it i had i haven't used it because there haven't been any significant game developments that i've seen uh with vr but it's pretty wild if you've never seen it you really owe it to yourself to check it out um I know they have it for PS5 now. Uh, I don't even have a PS5. I don't even... At this point, I'm not even really trying to get one. Or the new VR2 that's coming out for the PS5. I'm sure it's dope, but I'm good. Uh, So, yeah. And other news, current events, current world events... You guys see that thing in Ecuador, probably, maybe not, uh, where that TV station got raided by a bunch of, like, criminals while they were on the air in Ecuador. Ecuador's having a problem right now with crime. It's amazing they even have any people left in Ecuador that haven't came here. But there is some serious crime going on in Ecuador, like prison riots are, are... flooding out into the streets. People are kidnapping the police. Like, gangs are everywhere. Like, violent, hyper-violent gangs are, like, everywhere. And they got into this news studio. Like, eight, eight young dudes came in. Like, one dude was carrying a machete. One dude, they had, like, weapons and stuff. They told everybody to get on the floor. They were, like, pistol-whipping one of the anchor ladies. And she'd get on the floor and... Apparently the cops eventually came and got them. I didn't. I didn't see the whole thing, but yeah. So Ecuador. If you're planning on going to Ecuador, don't go. <laughs> and by the way, that just makes the border situation in the United States that much worse because a lot of the fucking people that are coming here are young men, young able-bodied men. And if you see the footage, you know. Yeah, there's some women and children. 
But mostly, to make that trek, you got to be an able-bodied dude. Or to come across on a boat, you got to be a fucking able-bodied dude. And that's who's coming over. And if you think that they're, that they're not coming over here, and then organizing and clicking up and meeting up and organizing shit to get things going here in the States, like gangs and all kinds of shisty shit, because America's full of soft targets. They're everywhere. And they're carrying like expensive purses and wearing jewelry and driving fancy cars. You got soft targets everywhere. And if you think like they do, it's for the taking. Just get your friends and fi- drive to some fucking nowhere-ass town and just fucking do what you want to do, man. Start taking shit over, whatever. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but I think it's, it's probably gonna. Cartels and everything. Everybody's coming through unmonitored. And if you think that's not going to result in, like, mass crime gangs, it's probably... I would think it would happen any time you're going to start seeing, like, crime waves of different types of immigrants clicking up and just starting to go to town on different areas. Hopefully it won't happen, but realistically it's an odds game and we're going to lose that. By the way, every every day Joe Biden has the border open. To me, that's that's another act of treason, uh, in case you wondered, which you didn't. Uh, something else I saw that was cool. Honda's coming out with a, two new cars. I saw this in some of that CES footage. And I think it's Vegas that's going on right now. The Honda, it's called the Honda Zero Saloon. And it looks like a Lamborghini, but it's an EV. And these are scheduled to come out 2026. I don't know if it's going to be like supercar price or if it's going to be like $50,000. I don't know because EV prices are like in big competition to come down as fast as possible. Because Tesla's dropping them and everybody else needs to drop them too. And if they, if I'll tell you one thing, if they got this Honda Saloon, which is a bad looking motherfucker, it looks like a Lambo. With um, uh, the Cybertruck, you know, the Tesla Cybertruck, the hubcaps on that thing, they're like kind of flat looking. It's like a Lamborghini with those style hubcaps. Uh, it says Honda on like the, the left-hand side of the rear end. It looks pretty badass. I don't know if it's gullwing doors or whatever. Or if they're going to keep it at supercar status and supercar price, which wouldn't surprise me. Or if they take that shit and they start selling them at 45K, anybody can have an EV supercar at 45K, which will do zero to 60 in like one and a half seconds or whatever. Zero to 100 in like 2.5 seconds. And everybody's all of a sudden going to have a supercar. That would be fucking wild. Unfortunately, the other car they're releasing is the, the polar opposite, and they're calling it the Space Hub. And it looks like a... Mm, the one that I saw looked like a uh, what's a really ugly fucking minivan creation that was in the last decade GM had what was that one that GM had it's like a minivan with a rounded front nose my wife wanted one I forgot what the fuck they were that I don't even you don't even see them on the road I forgot it's ugly as fuck it's a minivan it looks like a porpoise the front of it it looks like a dolphin and and it's long and it's huge and it's tall. It's like cube. It's like a box. It's like an ice cube that's, that started to melt. The shape is like a rounded ice cube. And in the back, the very back of it, instead of like left and right taillights, they have a big square. 
It's like a three foot square brake light. And it's, but it's not like a solid square. It's just the outline of a brake light, but it's a square. And it's like three feet. So when you hit the brakes, this big square on the back of the van illuminates. At least that's in the pictures they're showing. And it's the ugliest, swear to God, no cap, the ugliest motherfucking thing I've ever seen. Was it the Expedition? Not the Expedition. I forget the one that GM made. Void? Eh, void? I forget what the fuck it was. This thing's ugly. And it's probably cool inside. I don't know how expensive it's going to be, but probably a lot. But it's Honda. And those are both scheduled for 2026. Uh, Sacramento. We've got excessive amount of homeless people getting run over because they're panhandling in the roads in areas that have like 30 and 40 mile an hour speed limits and they're going out at night and they're all dressed in black and they're high and they're walking in the street so a lot of them are getting smashed lately and they're calling it pedestrian versus vehicle but we all know it's homeless people so they're trying to ban panhandling in areas with like 15 mile an hour plus speed limits what else did I see last night? I saw a couple days ago a body cam video, my favorite, of this lady, a young girl, she's probably early 20s, called 911. She said, I can't find my dog. I think my neighbor stole my dog. 911 says, Are you sure about that? And she's like, Yeah, it sounds like my dog in the neighbor's yard. And 911 says, Well, how do you want us to handle that? And then the girl hangs up. 911 calls back because if you hang up on 911, that's kind of a situation. 911 calls back, said, "Yeah, this is 911. Is everything okay?" "Yeah, I think I, I think my neighbors have my dog, so I'm probably gonna go get my dog back, but everything's okay. Uh, but I think my neighbors have my dog." Click, she hangs up on him. What the fuck? And there's she calls 911 again. My neighbors definitely have my dog. I can hear it barking. I know they have my dog. Click. And at that by that time, 911 sends some cars out. This is in Rancho Cordova, right outside Sacramento. Decent neighborhood. They send the cops out to the... Oh, I forgot a step. Let me back up. There's another 911 call from a, from a neighbor's house. Hey, there's a lady at our door saying she, we have her dog and she's, she's got a butcher knife in her hand. And they say, okay, we're sending cars out. The cars come to that house and they speak with the, the two, the man and the, the husband and wife that live there. Yeah, I don't know. This lady just came on our porch and she said she has our dog and she tried to get into our backyard and she had this knife and whatever. We stayed inside and here's the ring camera footage and they show the cops and she was like wild eyed on the porch, like with a knife in her hands. And I know you got my dog. And they're like, go look in our backyard. All these people have dogs around us, and they all sound the same. We don't have her dog. The cop said, okay, gotcha. Two cops go down the street, and they, a few houses, and they see this, a girl sitting in a white Dodge Charger in a driveway of a house. And she's kind of strange. And the cop says, knocks on the window. She's got the windows rolled up. Excuse me, uh, is everything okay? Were you the one who called about the dog? And she's like, I'm not doing this shit today. And there was a dog in the back seat. And then she rolls up the window. Cop knocks on the window. 
Excuse me, ma'am. I need to know if you were the one looking for a... She's like, I'm not doing any of this shit today. I told you. And she's like sprawled out in the car or whatever. I think she's even barefoot. And on the side of this car, there's writing, like sporty writing, on the driver's side door that says like milk, eggs, bread, something or other. It's like a grocery list written on the outside of this Dodge Charger in like decals, like... I don't know, I didn't, you couldn't see the whole thing, so I don't know what was happening there, but chances are it was fucking wackadoo. And finally, the cop opens up the door on the girl and says, get out. And she's like, I'm not fucking doing anything, man, man, man. She's arguing, the cops are trying to pull her out, dog's in the backseat barking, big dog. She manages to shut the door, she starts the car and peels them off through the, the person's front yard, around some trees, barely missing the cop. Cops are jumping out of the way so they don't get ran over. And this girl fucking peels her tires through this these person's backyard and heads it out towards the roadway again to, dri- to drive away from the cops. And so they open fire on her. Just two cops just like bearing down on her as she's speeding away. She gets away. They find her later, later that day in traffic and she's hemmed up in, at a stoplight. Cars all around her. She can't go anywhere. And they bring her out, and she had a bunch of pro, a bunch of warrants or something like that. Young girl looked like she was tweaking. She had like rings under her eyes, whatever. And the dog she had in her car is out running around in the street, and the cops secure the dog. And they booked her in, and she had like a 14-inch kitchen knife, and she was like threatening these people, saying, "I know you got my dog." And the people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? So what I'm, what I'm getting to is these, these times you have complete fucking randos wherever you live. Good neighborhood, bad, whatever. Don't matter. You got randos coming to your house. I've had randos coming to my house. I know that. Especially after I just bought it. Because your name's in the just sold list. So everybody comes to your house and tries to sell you every, all kinds of bullshit programs. And I'll sign you up in this and that. Welcome to the neighborhood. I need you to sign up. All kinds of shit. So when you get somebody knocking on your door that says, I know you have my dog. And she's got a knife in her hand. I mean, yeah, you can call the cops. I don't know how long it takes them to get there or whatever, but. There's fucking wild shit going on. People are fucking wild now. They're like rabid. All of a sudden, like, uh, zombie apocalypse is like coming into focus. You know what I mean? I watched also something last night real quick on Kensington Street, you know, in, in, in Philadelphia, that notorious street where everybody's doing fentanyl and... Uh, What's that other shit with the uh, trank, with the, with the horse tranquilizer mixed with fentanyl that just eats your skin off? And it was showing all these people within their legs were like falling apart. And it showed like people who would self-amputate because if you go to a doctor and you're on like drugs and they have to cut your leg off because it's septic and it's rotting on your body, uh, they charge you $45,000 for an amputation. And if you're a druggie sitting on the streets... You probably don't have 45K. So they're doing it themselves to save a buck. 
and it showed some of that and people don't really care because they're high and apparently you don't care so much if your leg if your leg is getting hacked off if you're high on that shit because your your brain is like out to lunch so amp- self amputations are happening on good old Kensington and they say that another thing that's happening on Kensington besides all the dope is YouTubers who are flocking to the neighborhood because everybody's watching YouTube videos of Kensington and it's great footage and it, and it generates a lot of income for these YouTubers because of the depravity. So there's YouTubers everywhere filming these people who are half dead. It's like a half dead people everywhere and then like film crews everywhere filming them while they're banging fucking this trank and their limbs are falling off. How fucking crazy is that, right? To me, that's fucking crazy. So, like, all the, all the dope heads that are down there are used to, like, film crews filming them while they're, like, sitting in their own piss. And they're, like, semi-conscious. Uh, and, and their skin is falling off. And there's people uh, taping that. Yeah, that's, uh, it's fucking wild. Last but not least, well, last and least... Joe Biden, he said, make America, what do you say, make America California or make, make California, make America like California. He said that a while ago. Well, he took another step in that direction. He implemented one of California, California's most disliked, stupidest policies, and he's making it national. He's taking gig workers, Uber drivers, Lyft, Door dashers, all the gig workers, and he's passing in California. It was eight Senate uh, Assembly Bill Five, AB Five, which would make all those people have to become employees with set hours, benefits, uh, and they would they no longer be self-employed. They would have to be employed through Uber or whatever, and it was going to ruin the whole gig economy. And Uber was getting ready to leave California. Lyft and DoorDash, all, they were all getting ready to leave California. But they all put their money together and advertised and lobbied to try to ditch this bill. And they've got like a temporary stay right now, so they're still operating. But soon enough, they may actually get shut down if they can't afford to pay benefits. If Uber can't afford to pay health insurance for all of its drivers. They have like a stopgap thing now where they give them some kind of de- cheap uh, do-it-yourself insurance or something. But Joe Biden is taking that shit national now, and he wants to make gig workers become employees. Not self-employed, not work whenever you feel like it, but he wants to make them scheduled employees uh, with set hours and benefits and the like. That is taking a, fa- a cherry picking a failure from California and giving it to, to the United States. That motherfucker is so reprehensible. He's doing it all on purpose and he makes you think he's a doddering old man. I honestly think that when he gets out of the fucking camera, he goes back to his basement, he takes his fucking mask off, and it's George Soros 
or it's some fucking guy when George Soros is in his ear all day saying, okay, tomorrow you're going to do this, you're going to sign this, we're going to put this in front of you, and you're going to talk to Gavin Newsom, and we're going to do this and that and this. So when you wake up, get that fucking mask on and get out there, bitch boy, and do my shit. At this point, I don't even fucking know. I, it's almost like Joe Biden in front of the camera is like an actor who plays a doddering, piss-pants, potato-ass motherfucker who can't keep shit straight. That's the perfect disguise for somebody who is doing the opposite behind the scenes. And either that or he's like laying in his diaper and he's just signing what these people are putting in front of him when he's at, at home or in the basement or wherever. He's just signing signing his life away. Do people just tell him what to do? Either he's medicated or I don't fucking know. The shit he's doing is definitely bad for America. It's not it's not wrong. He's not making the wrong choices. He's making the the bad choices intentionally. Cuz even a broken clock is right twice a day and he can't even fucking get anything right at all. Everything he's done has been bad for America. Everything, everything. Literally everything. The worst and we're suffering through this president. I can't wait till he's fucking gone. Swear to God. And if that motherfucker gets in for four more years, we got to impeach him like week one. He's got to fucking go. He's got to get impeached or something. We can't do four more. In four more years, I mean, people are going to be leaving the country. And the only people who are going to stay are the people who just came here through the back gate. The people coming in through the south through the southern border are going to be the only ones staying and anybody with half a brain is going to fucking leave and try to make it make a go of it in Mexico or go to fucking Ecuador for that matter and roll the dice there I don't fucking know all I know is Joe Biden is a complete ass clown and speaking of ass clown uh, you had Gavin Newsom hanging out with Bill Clinton in Mexico when they released the uh, Epstein list uh Clinton and his wife were conveniently in Mexico and unbeknownst to Californians because the governor now no longer no longer has to announce his travel plans with the Californians because he's been traveling to to states where he's banned travel because of their policies against trans people or whatever. They're homophobic states, so he banned California travel to those states, but he's been going there on vacation. And now he's been hanging out with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton in Mexico. Talk about fucking dirty deeds, bro. It's a fucking shit show. It's a fat fucking dumpster fire. And hopefully it'll get put out soon enough, but we'll see. I don't know, man. But I do know I need to get back to work and earn my money this week. (laughs) So... I will talk to you guys later. Have a good one. See ya. It's like if you know, you know. The people who know, the people who listen will listen. It's therapeutic, you know. The people who it's meant for, they're going to receive it and it's going to get them through whatever. You know what I'm saying? Looks like you've wasted my time. Absolutely. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. What do you call that shit? Absolutely, Absolutely dystopian, dystopian podcast. podcast.